Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Scott Watley. I appreciate you being with us. Once again, a reminder on Sundays, if you miss us on our live show, Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. You can catch us on Sunday mornings at 8 and also Sunday afternoons at 4. We would love to have you join us. Check out our website, Sportsman of Colorado. We've got a lot of our sponsors on there, some special deals from a lot of our different uh, supporters, and uh, so be sure you check that out as well. Well, it's a great honor and privilege um, to have on our show the new director for Colorado Parks and Wildlife, Dan Prinslow. So, Dan, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. So this happened, what, like May 23rd, 24th, somewhere in there? I was like, I think I'm starting or <laughs> almost finishing uh, three weeks. Okay, I, I believe, three so. weeks. Wow. So um, now you've been here so a number of years and uh, yep. been through. And, I, and I'll tell you, every person that I've met, talked with ever since the announcement came out, uh, everyone is thrilled you got the job. Oh, well, thank Just you. Just so you know. I okay. appreciate that very, very much. I have a, um, I don't know about long, or I don't know about storied career, but I have a, have a long career. I'm uh, well into my uh, 33rd year maybe 34 if i have to count and so in just in either division wildlife or now colorado parks and wildlife right. so lots of different places in there lots of different experiences but uh so yeah not my first rodeo but uh it is my first uh first rodeo as director so sure. and I'm, I'm proud to be the director of this agency and proud to be the director for uh the sportsman of colorado good deal so you want the job why <laughs> good question <laughs> you probably I've, be asking yourself that some, a few times. some very good friends of mine have asked that same question um <clears throat> but um i guess if you're uh, afraid to lead you're you're afraid to work so sure. I'm, I'm willing to go and take a, a stab at that um i have some uh, uh, uh predecessors that were fantastic at that and so uh, it's not a huge uh, it's a huge job, but it, there's not a big void. Bob Brochide did a fantastic job. I, mm -hmm. I really appreciate Bob and all he gave, and I, I, I wish him the best in Arizona. Sure. I've had some fantastic directors and bosses, and uh, um, but it's really all about the mission that we have, which is to perpetuate uh, the, the wise use of the wildlife in this state for the people of this state and its visitors mm -hmm. and uh, perpetuate grow manage you know increase uh whatever that whatever that means and that's near and dear to every employee's heart in this agency we take it very very seriously and uh it's not just for wildlife it's for the people sure. and uh, that's a that's a big deal for us right. so that's why i take it so where do you start with things? I mean, I know if, um, I was in retail furniture business for years, worked for Jake Jabs here, uh, Casey Fine Furniture and all. And when you're always, you know, you start out in sales, you always think, well, if I was managing, here's what I would do. You know, here's, so where do you start? I mean, what, what are things that are concerning to you, uh, if that's a, a right word? Or, or, and just what are you looking at and saying, hey, we, just so all the sportsmen and outdoors people know out there, we are looking at some things. Yeah. That's a, it's a, that's a multi-headed uh, uh, yeah, discussion, <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, let's start first with, um, so last year, especially uh, resident uh, uh, hunters in this state, 
but non-resident too, and that wasn't the design. But resident hunters, we we spent a couple years, actually through four or five, um, really talking about a resident fee increase that we hadn't had mm -hmm. for 13 years or so. And we had a, a lot of support, um, a significant amount of support for that. And we obviously can't do that, nor can the commission without the legislative, uh, without a legislative bill. And so I know that's yesterday's news, right. but, but we had that much support. We really appreciate it. It passed. Um, those fees are just taking effect on parks and wildlife. Um, we're talking about wildlife today, but the, you know those are those are two pieces that we keep a very distinct sure. line on. There's a black and white line. We don't raise park fees and then use them for wildlife, nor the opposite. Um, but with that being said, um, we went in there and and so we're just in, in implementing that. That will be a there's a little sticker shock. Even though it wasn't significant per license, it adds up. Mm -hmm. uh, but in between, the the commission w had heard a lot about when we had changed systems from to put your money in when you applied for a license, the old preference point qualifying. So right. I'm jumping right into the fire here. But <clears throat> they, we changed the system. That saved the state of Colorado $3 million by changing the system. By instead of sending money in, just send in the application, and then if you draw a license, then we'll charge you. That's actually still a really good idea, my opinion. But when we did that, tons and tons more people applied because it only cost them three bucks, not $253. And, uh, and so a lot of sportsmen in the state said, hey, go back to the old system or change it. Commission took them very seriously. They decided to do a qualifying license. And, and and they did that on the big three, sheep, goat, and moose. And and uh, but a qualifying license also applied to the all big game application. And so it was too much change, short answer, too fast. We're we're going to have continuous improvement on that. I will I will promise the sportsmen of the state commission is very serious about that. Nothing that it failed. It just was too much of a shock, and we didn't spend enough time talking to our sportsmen about that. We talked to him about a fee increase. Right. That one. We still have great support for, but we really spent not enough time talking to sportsmen. And I, my first thing out of the gate is I want to. That's part of the reason I'm here, Scott. So right. we can <laughs> we can open that dialogue. <clears throat> we can see what we can improve. Um, the qualifying license. Most other states do something like that, mm -hmm. but it was a change to Colorado. So now we're going to see what works for Colorado. See if we can continuously improve that. See what other licenses might be available for that qualifying license. Um, I think the preference point thing might have worked pretty good for sheep, goat, and moose, but right. but we have some. Um, I think we let's be honest. I think we burned burned some bridges with our sportsmen because we didn't have that communication up front. Um, love to see that one. Love to get that one back, but it's out of the gate. Sure. Well, and I think that's and we were kind of talking before we started today's show is I think that's one thing and where frustration comes when when we don't know as sports you know what's kind of going on and all of a sudden something just happens and that's and again i appreciate you coming over here you know going Anytime. through traffic to get here because um that's what we want to do because i went to that partners in the outdoors conference in breckenridge and man a lot of great people a lot of great groups but then as i was talking to several of the folks there man how do we then transfer all that you guys are trying to do to the everyday sportsmen out there and that's what hopefully we can do a better job at great question one thanks for the invite um, um love to do this more often and uh like i said i'm one of 900 permanent employees but i understand i'm unique in in as director but uh you can talk to any of our people we have them spread around the state uh, i know everybody does know that but they are accessible 
Um, obviously, yeah, we held a fantastic conference, and we'll do it again. It'll actually mm -hmm. get larger, and it's really kind of who's who of making decisions in Colorado on that partners outdoors. Right. Outdoors, we'll do it some more. But, but I also tell you, we need to get better, and we're doing better. But we'll get need to get better at social media. Um, you know, our Colorado outdoors, getting the word out on things changing. I'd also suggest, <clears throat> excuse me. The, the commission is once a month, generally, the meetings, and those are live stream. You can listen to them at your office or at home. There's a lot of information there. We have a lot of people that come, but uh, that information, share, you know, it's on the website, but right. streaming in the commission meetings, the commission takes that very serious. We have, uh, you know, 11-member board, and, and they meet and, and talk about this issue. And so I would suggest that sportsmen do pay attention because there are things in there that, that – uh, you know, we can't put everything in social media or in the newspaper. And so I would encourage them to plug in. But the same token is we can do a better job of getting the word out. Back back to, like I said, that qualifying license, we, we could have had some public meetings. We could do some press releases. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, we didn't see that coming as so quick. And um, we'll do better. Right. If you're just joining us, Dan Prinslow was our guest. He is, was recently named the Colorado Parks and Wildlife new director. And, again, we hope to uh, have Dan on from time to time and uh, even have uh, time for phone calls and things so you can ask your questions as well. Now, one thing that's come up with some of these things when the hikes of, of the fees and all this stuff is it seems like it's all on the back of the sportsman instead of those riding their bikes and hiking and all the different things. Correct. Um, and, and, again, I know you guys – don't make a decision overnight but is it possible probably that some of that cost will get the sharing of everybody that's sharing the outdoors that's a, that's a great question scott uh one of my i won't get it solved just this year, oh, year but uh, but one of my two major jobs that i was hired under from my bosses the governor on down uh, is is increase access for sportsmen or access and the second job that I have is long-term funding and that is broader mm -hmm. much broader than sportsmen and that's the intent of that is a, a permanent kind of base funding so we we shored up our issues a year ago right which, which you already talked about but um, sportsmen are paying and not every and not everybody else and mm -hmm. so that's the intent of that is to broaden that base and I, I have a third goal is just to broaden our support for Parks and Wildlife sportsmen and anglers have, sportswomen have just been our, you know, they're our model. Sure. That, that user sure. pay. Right. But um, there are people that aren't paying and enjoying the fruits of, of uh, sports people's labor. And so that's one of my goals to fix that. Right. We just finished up the draw. Um, a lot of people very happy, including <laughs> myself. I drew about everything I put in. But a lot of people not so happy. And, uh, and, and I know you're never going to make everybody happy, and I get that. But, again, I think if it comes back to the communication, I think it comes back to the education part of why you're doing certain things, even though people may not agree, at least, hey, here's why we do this. You know, um, What are some things that you think you know, you're kind of looking at with the draw? I mean, some people say, hey, we open it up to everybody in the world on one day at one time, the computer goes, you know. I mean, a lot of different things. A lot of discussion. The yeah. commission, uh, you know, they admit, commission and staff, they're, they're, they're talking about it, but the prefer when you get to preference points, that's a, that's a whole other ball of wax. But I'll start with the great news. I hope every 
uh, sports person in Colorado loves the idea that on your phone it tells you right there. Yep. You're successful, mm -hmm. you're not, if your money didn't charge because sure. your credit card. So I think that's a huge improvement. Um, it, the system didn't crash. We are right. we are building yeah, a this new system. Yeah, this year, as far as I know, I didn't hear one thing this year. Yeah, so. we're, we've worked really hard at yeah. that, and and uh, we continue to improve on that. So I, I actually really like that. We'll we'll continue to do better on that too. But uh, that that system is functioning very well now. Uh, the second part of that, there's actually some discussion about. Should we do away with preference points and just go back to pure random draw? Mm -hmm. There's some pluses and minuses of, of that. And you wouldn't, if you did that, don't don't read into what I'm telling you. If right. we did that, you'd probably have some kind of grace period, five or ten years to use up your points. But there's there's a decent discussion about there's never going to be enough supply mm -hmm. for the demand, and you in a growing state and quality licenses, and so maybe. You know, those quality units, you just go to a pure random draw instead of a preference point system. But uh, ha haven't even really had that start of that discussion. But there's everybody has an opinion on preference points, uh, including banking, and, you know, <laughs> right. I, everything. Uh, Colorado is, has a preference point system. Uh, the good part about it is it is very concrete when you know when you're going to draw for the most right. part. Right. It's dependable. Sure. And that's the best part of our system. Um, but it's not the only system, and so as sportsmen kick that around, and if they have any ideas, uh, you know, send it on to mm -hmm. us. We're, we're open to that. And you know, you do have to read the big game brochure. Oh yes. All right. Because <laughs> I mean, it, it's funny a lot of times because people go, "When are they going to get the results? When are we going to get our results?" And I'm like, "Read the book." It, <laughs> it, I mean, it's it, pretty it, plain. It you know? tells you a lot. And, <laughs> and like I said, the, I think you get that email the the day after that draw occurs okay. and so yeah. it's pretty instantaneous we're not sure. holding your cash anymore yeah there's a lot of cool things in there but it is change sure and change is never <laughs> fun, fun. <laughs> now some things have come up about archery season people wanting to split that up do some different things with it um what are your thoughts that you've heard on doing something there interesting let's go back to the commission the commission's going to make a the what was historically been called the five-year big game season structure decision in Telluride this in July, I think, I think July 15th or 16th, something like that, um, Thursday or Friday in July. Okay. And uh, they've they've been holding meetings on that for about a year and a half on that season structure. One of the components is the archery, and it's not just archery. So it's rifle, muzzleloader, uh, um, moose and antelope, mm -hmm. etc. So they're talking about from early to late. Archery is a component in that. We're hearing a couple major things that one don't don't change it significantly. The big change, well, one of the better changes I think that that uh, you hear resonate pretty well is don't start in August, start later in September because it's just you know late August is uh, too early. Sure. So I, I think there's some momentum on that. There's some discussion about limiting archery statewide uh, as a draw, mm -hmm. um, but then you get the archers, I won't say versus, but uh, you know the competition of rifle, and so there is a pretty robust discussion about shouldn't we limit archery statewide and not over-the-counter uh, as it is now, but there is an over-the-counter bull season, as you well know, right. two of them, so, right. so that's, that is a good discussion that's been going on, and matter of fact, right now there's a survey out on our website about the big game season structure, if you have an opinion on that, it is still live until that commission meeting. I would suggest you go to the website and voice your opinion. And it's about that whole five-year season structure, archery, muzzleloader, okay. uh, rifle, in the late seasons, 
et cetera. And there's lots of different options. I would encourage our sportsmen around the state to weigh in on that. All right, and that's cpw.state.co.us, I believe. Okay. You nailed it. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you think, uh, just a couple of random questions before we uh, get out of here today, but do you think there'll ever be a spring bear season here in our state again? I don't believe so unless you uh, – Less sportsmen want to get enough signatures in the state to change the uh, constitution. That would take yeah. a pretty heavy lift. Right. Um, right. So that one, I believe, is is the constitution. I think the trapping is actually a statute change. But um, uh, to change the the uh, constitution take a lot of lot mm -hmm. of lot of signatures. And we just had some recent meetings. Our our mutual friend Dan Gates uh, on the, the Bobcat issue trapping, and there was a recent one in La Junta right. uh, just now. Um, give us a little feedback from those meetings from your side. There's, um, you know, there was a citizen petition. We've, um, it was a unanimous vote to retain bobcat hunting in the state and, and trapping. But uh, the commission did decide, and then we're actively in the middle of that, talking about, um, um, uh, I would call it dispatch methods, because Colorado was silent on that. A fair amount of states are silent on that, mm -hmm. but we're we're talking around to other other states and seeing if we can improve for the benefit of animal welfare and uh, so still r remain hunting and trapping but let's be mindful of animal welfare which is important too sure might as well end on something real controversial wolf issue <laughs> yeah why not yeah <laughs> um, i might not come back yeah, yeah go ahead i'll tell you man a lot of different groups out there you know support it right people you know think hey would definitely hurt our elk population, a lot of different right. our animal population. Um, where are we in that? What are discussions going on about wolves in Colorado? So I, I, I'll give you the 100,000 the, the foot view, but that's, that's where I'll probably stay today, is that the, it, today, currently, wolves are an endangered species, controlled, completely controlled by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. The federal, they are an endangered species. If they're here, the state of Colorado has zero zero, I'll stress, uh, management authority, zero control, zero decision-making. And until that is changed, that is that is the roadmap. Um, it's a U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service endangered species. So uh, we do have wolves occasionally coming into the state and out of the state. You know, we've had a few wolves that came into the state and died. We had some that were uh, um, seen on, uh, you know, some were run over mm -hmm. uh, with a collar from Yellowstone release. So. Right. So we have occasional wolves, and and uh, on there is uh, the commission has uh, uh, said that, that well we had a wolf working group and the commission agreed if wolves come in here naturally that we'll manage wolves and so we don't we don't have sustained wolves that we know of, but again right now the state of Colorado has no control over that. Right. There is a discussion in Washington about delisting, but um, that's even above my pay grade. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, again, if you're just joining us, Dan Prinslow is our guest. He was recently named our new director here for Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And, um, you know, hey, again, you look on social media, look at all the different things out there. Here's what I would highly recommend you do. Number one, go to the website, do some reading, do some things on your own. But then, uh, Dan, as you mentioned, there, there are a lot of meetings now. Granted, a lot of them are during the week, during sure. the day, and people work. But you know what? We make time to go hunting. <laughs> You make time to go do some of those things, so you know maybe you need to make some time and go to a meeting where they can really understand what you guys are doing. Because yeah. I mean, you've got your you know your people in the field; they're 
doing their studies and biologists and all the things. So when you guys do change something, it's it's not because you just want to change something. It's because that's what the studies reflect. Yeah, for we're, you to we're trying to we're trying to manage better to actually create more opportunity for sportsmen, and that's part of the thing we hear is that uh, brochure is complicated. Well, it's complicated for a reason. Mm -hmm. I, we could make it simple. You could say once one three-week season statewide. You know right. how many hunters we could have do that? <laughs> it would not work very well. Sure. So it's complicated to make better opportunity of our resources. Uh, that's not an excuse. That's just that's a reality. But um, we do encourage you to plug in. Yes, it, uh, we're trying to make it easier. In the in the southeast region, we put Facebook Live on our regional meetings. So right, right, yeah. instead of 50 people in the meeting, we had 4,000 people listening in. And so wow. we're, we're continuing to improve that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm here today with you, Scott, to improve sure. that kind of communication. And so um, glad to continue that. We would love would love to sit down with a cup of coffee with every sportsman in the state and have sure. that because that's I, I know when the brochure come brochure application <laughs> time comes it's amazing how many friends I have exactly <laughs> I do a lot of cup of coffees but that's yeah. what we do that's what we get paid to do is right. to help our sportsmen uh, and uh, see if we can connect with that uh, either that license or that opportunity right last topic uh, keeping our youth involved is a huge for all of us just Absolutely. to keep this going so and, and a lot of hunts and that's what again I, th I think a lot of people don't really get into the brochure to understand all the different hunting opportunities for youth but talk a minute about that you know uh, how much that means to Colorado parks and wildlife it's uh, it's uh, well the youth is all of our food sure. future and you know in a in a declining hunt especially hunting um, <clears throat> even angling to some degrees mm -hmm. uh, we got to get kids outside, and that's important to us. That's part. We have lots of different things. We have a rookie sportsman's program. We have youth hunts. We have cast and blast. Matter of fact, last week I participated. I think it hit social media. Um, we had a mercy house in town. Uh, some 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 kids that have less right less yeah. opportunities than you and me and our children, and we were thrilled to go out. Somebody flew in. Malik flew in from New Jersey on his own dime. And his only request for payment was if I can take, he could take five kids fishing. Now think about that. Wow. So flew from New Jersey on his own dime to take kids fishing. And so we obviously accommodated that. Love to have him back. And, and those kids love to go and they had smiles from ear to ear. And, sure. and so when everybody would do that, whether it's on their own dime or we can help you with that, mm -hmm. that's how we get kids outside. And right. so I would encourage every sport and hunts too. This is not just fishing, obviously. Um, what you know i guess what i would ask is what have you done for youth mm -hmm. and and so i know i'm taking two new uh, uh kids hunting this year for elk and uh, okay. so i'd ask you don't have to answer but i would ask our audience what have you done sure so well good deal well dan hey man it's a pleasure to meet you in person and uh congrats on the job and uh, hopefully we can do this more often again just we'd love to boy put a face and put a voice with it with uh cpw and you know get it, get some questions answered and different things where we're all trying to improve things and not just criticizing and things. I, I you you invite me anytime i'll make time all right sir i appreciate it very yeah, much and, and uh, what i would tell you is go colorado all right let's do all it right. thank you scott <laughs> you're listening to sportsman colorado we got to take a short break and we'll be back with more right after this
Don't let mosquitoes disrupt your family fun at your next barbecue or keep the kids from camping out in the backyard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and I'm very happy that our outdoor activities have been mosquito-free for the last four years thanks to the fine folks at Mosquito Authority. Their mission is to help protect you and your family from mosquitoes and the diseases they carry. And did you know when your dog or cat is bitten by a mosquito, heartworm is one of the most common infections? At Mosquito Authority, they guarantee you won't be bothered by mosquitoes between treatments. And if you are, hey, all you have to do is call. They'll come back out, reassess your property, and if necessary, retreat at no additional charge. No contracts, no commitments, and best of all, no mosquitoes. Call 303-688-2847. That's 303-688-2847, or visit MosquitoAuthority.com. After an accident, think about Flesh and Beck Law. After your accident, you didn't think it was a big deal. You didn't think you were injured. You didn't think you'd ever hurt that much. You didn't think you'd have to miss work. You didn't think physical therapy would take so long. You didn't think there'd be so many hospital bills. You didn't think that the insurance company would take so long and give so little. You definitely didn't think you'd ever be in this situation, but you are. After an accident, think Flesh and Beck Law. Flesh and Beck have the experience and the knowledge to think about all the details you didn't know you'd have to worry about. They will answer all of your questions and help you to determine if you are entitled to compensation for your pain and suffering. After an accident, think Flesh and Beck Law. 303-806-8886. 303-806-8886. Call today to find out if they can help you. Let me tell you about one of my favorite stores, The Outdoorsman's Attic, a consignment store for all of your adventure outdoor gear. Hunting, fishing, camping, kayaks, live bait, survival gear, backpacks, sleeping bags, firearms, and ammo. Save 20, 30, 40, and even 50% on new and pre-owned items at The Outdoorsman's Attic. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and save up to 20% on your purchase. This offer excludes firearms and ammo. Never pay retail again. Big savings and friendly service is what you'll find at the Outdoorsman's Attic. Located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Check them out, outdoorsmansattic.com. Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality eye and vision care for over 50 years. Stack Optical is a family-owned business, and they're proud to be one of the few optical offices that have their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Your one-stop shop for all of your vision needs, eye exams, glasses, and contacts. And don't forget about the Stack Sports Pack. Let owner and certified optician Alan Stack customize a pair of specialized glasses that will make your next outing on the golf course or on the gun range better than ever before. Call today for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Or check them out at stackoptical.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. If you're just getting in the car, turn on your radio. My name is Scott Watley, and we appreciate you being with us. Well, we're going to go to the phones now and talk to a gentleman uh, we got to know last year a little bit, and uh, glad to have him back on with us. And you've heard the name Onyx Maps, and uh, we have Dylan Dawson with us. He's a community coordinator for Onyx. So, Dylan, 
Thanks for being with us again this year. How are you, sir? Yeah, thank you guys for having us back on. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. I'm doing well. Absolutely. Doing well. It's uh, springtime in Montana, so can't complain. Yeah, oh, man. You guys got some snow up there in quite a few parts. I know I've got some buddies that live up there, but you guys got a little bit of snow this year. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, it was a late winter for sure, um, and I think we're starting to see that. Our turkey season opened up two days ago, and our spring bear season actually opens up today. And uh, it'll be a few weeks before I can get up into some spring bear spots. There's plenty of snow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. Well, let's touch on Onyx Maps a little bit. And Again, I would guess most that listen to our show are familiar with the name and uh, probably most of them users, but hopefully we've got some out there we can uh, get in to experience it. But um, give us a little bit of that history again on Onyx Maps and then maybe some of the, the things that have just changed over the last couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. So Onyx, um, for like you said, those who are not in, um, informed on Onyx, we started out by creating an actual tangible chip that you plug into a Garmin handheld GPS unit. Um, and what that allowed is for people to go on those GPS units and see who owns that private property, um, if it is private, and who um, gets get people's contact information, full names there. Um, and then it also shows all the public lands, whether it be BLM, state, forest, you know, you name it, and it's on there, as well as a lot of other information. So. We started out with the chip with the GPSs, but uh, in recent years, um, you know, we realized that everybody carries around a smartphone, and uh, so we created a phone application that actually turns your smartphone um, or tablet into a handheld GPS system. So, um, you know, right from your phone now, you can pull up the maps. We've got maps for all 50 states, and uh, see where you're at on that map. Look at aerial imagery topographic information as well as see all those private property and public land boundaries and uh, and be able to differentiate there. So that's kind of the, the main reason that people get it is to see where they're at and if it's legal. Um, we've, we've got a ton of other information, whether it be hunting GMU boundaries or different possible access places where it might be private, but they're in a program that allows you to come hunt on their land. Uh, roads, trails, streams, access sites, the whole nine yards. So right. kind of uh, the 10,000-foot level of, of what Onyx is. Sure. And, you know, I think one thing that I know in just talking to a few buddies about it, you know, last year and all when um, you guys were on, was, you know, this it's, it's pretty easy. And, I mean, you know, so, hey, some of us are uh, good at the – technological end of things others those are a little challenged so when you get something that's pretty easy and you can just you know push a few buttons but i know there's some systems out there that are just i mean guys just got fed up with it because they're so complicated but onyx i think is very 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 user friendly yeah that's that's one of our main um focuses for sure within the app is to make it user friendly and and uh to simplify things you know it, it is technology and, and some people do struggle with that but uh you know we've got a a uh, whole customer service team here in Missoula, Montana, where I'm at right now, and, you know, they're taking calls and answering emails for questions all day. Um, but, yeah, it's, as far as the app goes, it's, it's super easy. All you do is go to the App Store, whether it be um, the Android App Store or Android Google Play Store or iOS App Store, and uh, search for Onyx Hunt, um, O-N-X Hunt, and it'll pop right up. You download it like any other app. You get a free seven-day trial so if you're not not certain that it's going to work for you or you want to try it out before you purchase the annual membership 
you get a free week to look at your areas, um, scout out some new stuff. And yeah, from there, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, it shows your, your dot, your blue, my location right on the screen. Um, so as you're walking around in the woods or on a trail or anything like that, you can actually see yourself moving around in relation to the map. Sure. Again, Dylan Dawson is with us. He's a community coordinator for Onyx Maps. And um, you guys offer something that's pretty cool, too, that uh, seven-day free trial. And there's a couple of different ways people can go about it, just their state or expand the range uh, nationwide. So um, talk, tell us a little bit about the, the seven-day deal, and then we'll get into the two, couple of different programs. Yeah, for sure. So um, as you said there, free seven-day trial, uh, risk-free. We don't charge you at the end of it or anything. Um, all you have to do is... Download the app um, to your phone or tablet, set up an account, or you can also access it online on a computer. Um, you get a free seven-day trial, check out all the features, and after that we do have a couple um, options. So you can purchase a premium membership, which will allow you access to one state for the whole year, uh, or you can purchase the elite membership, which gives you access to all 50 states. Uh, the premium membership, uh, we're selling for $29.99. And the elite membership uh, for all 50 states is 99.99. So, if you're uh, one of those guys or gals that travel uh, from state to state and applies for a bunch of different tags and whatnot, that elite membership will definitely be the way to go and save you some money. You know, and we talked about this last year, but man, to me, I mean, that elite membership—I mean, that's the way to go because you never know what you may get opportunities get to go, and even if you're just out hiking or whatever, just to get to know the areas and get used to the map system. But I mean, again, for 100 bucks, man, to get the whole country like that that's awesome yeah definitely i know for me personally i uh every time i fill up my gas tank to go out and check out a new area whether i'm hunting or scouting or just hiking or anything it's uh it's almost close to that just in a tanky gas so it's um you know in relation to that and definitely the, the amount of money spent on gear and tags and traveling um, especially out of state um to be able to you know, have that information right on your on your phone and computer and uh, know exactly where you're at if you're on private or public and legal is definitely worth it, in my opinion. Right. Now, a lot of people worry about, you know, having a signal and running their battery down and all that. So tell, tell us the best way with Onyx for that. Yeah, so we definitely, um, you know, we have a solution for that. So if you're going to an area where you, you don't have cell coverage or you're not sure, all you have to do is go into the app and save that area that you're headed to prior um, to going out there. And then once you get out there, everything works flawlessly. So um, your GPS, one, one common misconception is, you know, about the phone's GPS. The phone's GPS actually goes off satellite, so mm -hmm. you don't need service for the actual GPS location. But you do need to save the map um, portion. So your GPS will always work no matter where you're at. But um, as long as you save the map for where you're headed out to, uh, once you get out there, you can either put your phone into airplane mode or we call it off-grid, um, go offline it within the app itself, and then uh, you're, you're set. So you can save a few different air, um, sizes of areas, but, uh, yeah, no matter where you're going, as long as you save it ahead of time, you're good to go. Sure. Again, this is Maps for Hunting, and I love this on your on your website. It says Maps for Hunting Made by Hunters, and I think that is crucial because I think sometimes we may see some products, and we're like, man, who thought of this? This is the most useless thing in the world. <laughs> but when you've got something yeah. that, you know, uh, uh, again, people that are out doing this, and they turn in, you know, hey, we should have this, we should have this, and now you guys have all that right at our fingertips. I mean, what a great deal. Yeah, absolutely, and <laughs> 
you know, I've, I've used the mats personally for several years, even a couple of years before I started working here at Onyx. But, uh, yeah, we definitely keep that in mind. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been great to, uh, been great to work here and, and see the company um, evolve. Once again, you can get all the maps for all 50 states with detailed public and private boundaries, landowner names, hunting districts, all that for just 99 bucks. And, again, you can do the seven-day trial, but, hey, I just go on there, and uh, you can actually just put your mobile uh, number in, and they'll download the app for you. I saw that on your website this morning. So, uh, again, you guys yeah. make it pretty easy there. And, again, you've got all your tracking, your custom waypoints, uh, national roads and trails, points of interest, and you can also sync your mobile with your uh, laptop when you get back too, right? Yep, for sure. So as you said, you know, you can mark waypoints, track yourself. Pretty much anything that a GPS can do, the app will do. Um, and so if I, if I go out in the field and create a bunch of waypoints, um, I can come back and log in to my same account on my computer to look at it with a bigger blown-up screen. And all those waypoints and everything just transfers over seamlessly. So um, vice versa, too, if I'm on my computer scouting, um, say I've got a trip coming up in a few weeks and want to scout out an area ahead of time, I can mark waypoints for campsites, et cetera. And then when I pull up my phone, when I'm out in the field, all those waypoints and all that information is right there automatically. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty pretty seamless uh, integration there. All right. I don't know where you would go in, in the next couple of years, but uh, anything, because, uh, I mean, man, you guys do it all now, but, I mean, is there anything kind of on the drawing board that you're trying to tweak to be even um, better? And, like I say, I don't know how you get better, but uh, what are you guys kind of working on now? Yeah, absolutely. So we're, we're constantly, you know, we've got a, a dedicated team here that's constantly working on, you know, the, the next features of the app and the next best thing. And, you know, right now, um, few things we're waiting on for technology wise you know to come out with and see what we can do um we we recently launched the wind and weather feature within the app i'm not sure if you've checked uh, that yeah, one out yet but, i have uh, seen that yes yeah so we're, we're going to be making some improvements to that and a lot of what we're working on is just you know making things better more added to the feature and whatnot so um we listen to all of our customers you know whether they send us an email or give us a call and say hey you know I really like it, but I wish it did this, or, or I wish it had this. We definitely take that into consideration uh, when we build new features. So uh, nothing really specific that's major um, okay. right now, but uh, a lot of a lot of updates and a lot of improved features coming out the door soon. Well, great. Well, man, hopefully we'll get you back on here um, as we move toward the fall and our big game seasons and all. And, again, all you got to do is go to onxmaps.com for their website. And a great website, very detailed, can explain a lot of it there. But you can just download the app, do the seven-day trial. But, again, if you just want to do our, our state, Colorado, you can do that. But I'm telling you, I would do the deal for the elite package. It's all 50 states. And, again, gives you a lot of great detail. And I think you'd be very, very happy with that. So, Dylan, hey, thanks again, man, and we will be talking to you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, bud. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. we got to take a short break. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is proud to announce their new 10,000-square-foot facility is now open in Berthard, Colorado, located at 504 North 2nd Street. With this expansion, Phoenix Weaponry offers a new retail area and expanded gunsmithing in Duracoat and Cerakote areas. Family-owned and operated Phoenix Weaponry offers the finest in competition, hunting, and long-range precision firearms. 
also suppressors from 22 long rifle to 50 caliber for rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Phoenix Weaponry also offers gunsmithing services and restoration repairs from antique to modern firearms. Building your firearm dreams into reality. That's Phoenix Weaponry. Call them now, 720-340-2496, or visit them at phoenixweaponry.com. Ladies, I know you're tired of walking into the local gun store and seeing the same old thing. So let me tell you about Rampart Firearms. Just a quarter mile up Highway 67 off of Santa Fe and Sedalia, you will find a great selection of guns, ammo, tactical, and personal defense weapons. And if you or your spouse love to hunt, Rampart Firearms is a great stop for all of your hunting needs. Shotguns, rifles, pistols, anything from predator hunting to your next big game trip. Head to Rampart Firearms at the foot of the Rockies. Open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And you will only pay a 4% tax on your purchase. RampartFirearms.com, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Got a road trip plan for getting ready for your next outdoor adventure? Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at D&D Tire Service. At D&D Tire Service in Parker and Aurora, they understand automotive issues can be a headache and they never come at a convenient time. D&D Tire Service is family-owned and operated and is truly your one-stop shop for all of your automotive needs. All tires are reduced and for a limited time, there are some great rebates saving you up to $200. From belts to tires, wiper blades, oil changes, D&D Tire Service has you covered. For the location nearest you, call 303-699-7337. That's 303-699-7337. D&D Tire Service is the official auto repair shop of Sportsman of Colorado Radio. Let D&D Tire Service keep you and your family safe on the roads. DndTireService.com. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Now, many times you hear your radio host like me say something like, let me tell you about my friends at, then we'll talk about a sponsor that we truly believe in and endorse. Well, in this case, let me tell you about a company that really is part of my family. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. For over 13 years, we have trusted our furry family members to this wonderful staff. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life, and their goal is to help you keep your pets happy and healthy throughout their life by providing complete pet care services every day, all at one location. We love the Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center boarding lodge, and your pet will too. Your pet will receive one-on-one care and attention throughout their stay. Open seven days a week for your convenience. Check them out. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, located at 8681 Lincoln Avenue in Lone Tree. 303-708-8050. 303-708-8050. Or check them out online at LoneTreeVet.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friends at Green Mountain Guns. Now, normally Mike Cook joins us, the owner, but we are glad to have Jared Stambaugh. Is it Stambaugh? I knew I was going to mess that up, Jared. Stambaugh? No, you got it All right, right Scott. cool, man. You got it right. All right. Jared yeah. Stambaugh, and he's the manager there. And um, so anytime you go in, make sure you see Jared and let him know you heard about him here on the show. 
All right, Jared, Green Mountain Guns. Man, it's hard, hard to believe it's already been over a year now uh, that the store has been under new ownership and all, and you've been there this whole time. So just kind of talk about, and I mean, the store was great before, but kind of talk about what, you know, you've experienced over this uh, oh, 12, 13, 14 months now uh, with Mike and new owners there. Yeah, sure, Scott. Um, boy, yeah, I tell you, it's 14, uh, 14 months goes by really fast. Yeah. Um, we've seen a real uh, good influx of different customers coming in. Um, so it's been pretty steady throughout most of the year. Uh, last summer was kind of slow. Usually summers here right. uh, at, the, at this location are kind of slow. But, um, uh, yeah, but we always welcome, you know, new customers in and the old guys that come in that we're familiar with. We love what, to have them in the store as well. Sure. Um, well, i tell you one thing, I, you know, I think what a lot of things we get from people and reports back is, man, you walk in there, I mean, you have a plethora of guns. And sometimes, I mean, all stores are different, and, you know, some shops are a little smaller. But when you walk right. in, hey, you know you're in a gun store, man. You got all kinds. <laughs> yeah, we try to cover all the bases. Um yeah, as you said, the consignments, uh, as Mike, Mike, the owner, has probably told you, we're probably the largest consignment shop in the in the state. Uh, we literally have almost anything you're looking for, uh, from old old school bolt guns, brake actions, falling blocks, ARs, old Smiths. You know, it's great to have that consignment option because you get to pick and choose. Uh, you know, the guns that aren't that aren't made anymore, or at least made the way they used to be. Um, sure. So it, it is nice to see that different variety. Right. Now, educate us a little bit on the consignment end of it. Um, I mean, I think times a lot of you know people they go, man, I paid you know a thousand dollars for this, so they want to list it for a thousand. Well, they got to understand. I mean, you know, first of all, if it's taken out of a store, it's considered a used firearm uh, at any point, so it's automatically going to take a little bit of a hit. But what are some of the parameters, kind of, that you guys look? Um, you know, even before you take a gun in on consignment? Well, what we'll, what we'll do is uh, we'll, we try to guide them through what's called a blue book of guns. It's kind of like for cars, but for guns. It's just a broad base uh, estimation on it. It's not 100% correct, uh, but we, we try to guide them. Um, usually with newer guns, it's relatively easy to get a price point mm -hmm. on their consignment. Um, so they'll bring their guns in. We'll try to evaluate the cost of their guns first. Uh, if they choose to consign, uh, we, we, we give them the rundown of how it works. You know, we, uh, we fill out the paperwork for them. Um, the set prices are good for 14 days before people can make offers on it. And pretty much what that means is, you know, after 14 days have passed, you know, a customer will ask me to call the owner and see, say, you know, will he take this much for it or whatever, I'll call him up, um, you know, and he'll either accept, decline, or counter the offer, so it kind of works that way. Um, if they do, uh, the, the owner can always call in late at a later time to drop the price on his guns, and in doing so, it kind of goes back to the 14-day rule again where, okay. you know, uh, customers can't make offers for another 14 days. Uh, we only charge 15%. Um, we decided, you know, 14 months ago that that's that's pretty pretty good rate. So we we decided to stick with a 15% rule. Uh, we do have the option of uh, putting your guns on GunBroker and our website. Um, each one would be 30 bucks, or if you wanted to combine them for 50, we could put it on both websites. 
and uh, that's that's really good for like higher end guns. Right. Um, yep. You know, good two, three, four, five thousand dollar guns. Even they're hard to move in the store. So that way, when we put it on, you know, Gun Broker and our website. Uh, more of the you know the country gets to see what we have to offer and get get a little better pick of who wants to you know get into their product. So sure, um, it, it's a good thing and it's been running strong. I mean, I, me and Cold have been you know wired trying to get the, this stuff out to these folks because we're kind of new to it, but it's coming along pretty good. Right, and you know, Jared, another thing I always tell guys, you know, I mean, of course. The law changes. We used to. You, you and I'd meet up. You'd hand me the few hundred bucks. I hand you a gun. Well, now, you know, legally, you got to do that a little bit different. And I always tell people, I, I think you're going to get more for the firearm in a store setting than you would trying to, you know, do something on your own. So I always promote people, first of all, from the legal side, safety side, of just a transaction. We've all heard all different things go wrong when you meet somebody and you're selling something. So, I mean, to me, all the way around, I think it's better for the, the customer, uh, you guys as well, and uh, again, just following the letter of the law now as far as transfers. Yeah, absolutely, and, and we really try to adhere to that. Um, as you know, there is the 15-round uh, mag limit in Colorado. We do adhere to that. Some stores don't. Uh, we choose to abide by that law. Uh, we do run all our guns uh, through leads online, which means uh, we clear all the serial numbers uh, before they're, they're put out on the floor. That way you're assured you're not getting a stolen firearm. Okay. Well, that's great. All right. Now, another new thing, an exciting thing for you guys. As uh, a few weeks ago, you're now a Class 3 NFA licensed dealer. So tell our audience what that means for you and for we us. We are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what that means is uh, we're able to uh, provide customers with um, incoming uh, suppressors, if you will. Uh, we can get uh, in full autos. Um, it's kind of in the beginning stages right now. Uh, Mike's trying to bring certain uh, product in for uh, you know law enforcement units um, and anyone that, that is a Class 3 dealer as well. Um, right now we're trying to get a Silencer Co. Uh, into our store. We'd like to go with a kiosk. Uh, we've heard they, they've been very popular, user-friendly, and they seem to cut down on the time weight mm -hmm. on, your, uh, on your tax stamp uh, to get your, your suppressor. So uh, we're kind of going to go that route. We're thinking of bringing in Gemtech um, for sure, uh, Silencer Co. products, um, and then you know, little oddball ones here and there. We're going to try to keep uh, bring in the mid to high range suppressors. We've noticed that uh, from other Class Three dealers, they say if you get the the lower end stuff, and uh, customers seem to notice that they break down quicker, and they uh, you know they just they're just not cutting the mustard, so to speak. Sure. So we're going to go with the mid to the higher range, you know, cans, if you will. That's I guess that's what they call them. Right. I'm kind of I'm kind of no, no. new to that. I'm kind of old school you know but no i tell you i've got a, i've got a few so. suppressors and i'm telling you first of all i mean they're a blast to shoot with and you know sometimes boy no matter what ear protection man it just wears you out sometimes shooting and man oh, yeah. i'm telling you it is it is so comfortable and nice to sit around and shoot with those suppressors so again i hope you guys will go out to green mountain guns see jared or mike and uh, let them know you heard about them here on the show and uh, they can fill you in on all the um 
qualifications and the way to get that process. And again, that kiosk, I think, is a good idea, uh, convenient for you and the customers as well. So Absolutely. I want to re-mention re this. On consignments, um, like I say, not only do you put them in the store, but if a customer chooses, they can do it. Put it you can put it on your website, Gunbroker, if they choose that. And then also on your website, you have what you call a featured firearm. So how often does that firearm change? Um, they usually rotate in and out. Uh, between two to four weeks. It okay. depends on uh, what Mike wants to put on there. Usually we like to, uh, you know, kind of reserve that for, like, kind of specialty items, like, you know, like old-school Belgium-made uh, Brownings, um, uh, Colt Single Action Army stuff, um, high-end stuff, stuff you don't see anymore, um, or something new, something that's... Uh, you know, at hot on the market that everybody wants their hands on, like, you know, the Glock 43X, you know, we sure. can't get enough of those. So, um, but we do try to rotate it out, you know, in two to four weeks. Um, so just keep checking and you'll see something new pop up. Gotcha. Yep. All right. Another thing I want to hit on real quick is your uh, estate services and meaning that you guys buy estates. And I always clarify this. I think sometimes people think an estate, you know, is there a certain number of guns that have to qualify to be an estate? The answer is no. I mean, if you've got, you know, right. two or three or you got a hundred, whatever. But kind of talk about that angle of your business. Yeah, it, it's been really taken off, Scott. Um, it seems, uh, well, once my cook took over and he got his foot in the door with the estates, they've really seemed to snowball. I mean, um, just last week, uh, Mike was went out to Bailey uh, to, to a, a gal that, you know, were, unfortunately her, her, her husband passed, and he had a ton. He had, he had like 62 guns. Wow. And um, he'll go out there and evaluate it. It takes a little time, but that way they get a, you know, comfortable feel of, you know, what kind of uh, uh, prices we can give them for them. But they've really taken off. Um, we, we've we brought in a lot of good little treasures that we've found. And uh, it, I think it's it's good for, you know, all parties involved. But we're definitely, we're, we're not quitting on that. That's a big part of our business now. And it's, it's I think, it's really helped us out a lot. Sure. All right. And the last thing I want to touch on here is uh, you guys are now doing concealed carry classes. So tell us about that a little bit. Are. Yes. Um, recently, well, not quite recently, about a month ago, we hired a young gentleman by the name of Jake Salthouse. Um, he's got a lot of experience with uh, a shooting range back in North Carolina. He was a, a range master there, and he, he taught pistol courses through the NRA. Um, he's going to be uh, doing that. I believe he has a class that's totally filled Saturday, and there's one on the 26th of April, which I think there's only a couple slots available, so they filled up pretty quick. But um, I'm not sure what the, the what the rates are. I want to say they're $99. Yeah, I believe that's but, correct, yeah. But I'm not sure for certain. Um, but uh, he, he's a good teacher, and um, we're really excited to uh, – getting this in the store we we try to get this in once we first opened it just didn't pan out that way but now we're on board and um i think it'll be real good to provide that service to the to the customers out there sure and mike and i were talking uh the other day when i was in you know that this also uh includes some range time uh which i think is very very good because it's not a a law in colorado you gotta have range time but man i think it's yeah. a good thing for people to go out and shoot 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, like you said, you know, there's your online courses. Me personally, I believe in and going the full route, take a full day class. You get your training. You get to learn the laws about what, what to do, you know, handle the police if you have to defend yourself. Um, and then the range time is also crucial. Um, I I think it's crucial that they, they become, you know, proficient with their firearm if they're going to carry every day. Sure. And it, it's definitely beneficial to go the whole route um, right. than just, you know, do one of the four-hour classes. So, yeah, it's it'll be a good class for them. All right. Get out and see Jared. They're at Green Mountain Guns, 3355 South Yarrow Street in Lakewood. Their number is 303-985-7240. And, hey, maybe you find yourself in a position, you've got several guns that you would like to sell or consign. Um, give Jared and them a call and Mike a call, and they'll come out and take a look and uh, figure out what's best for you. And I uh, promise you they'll be fair and honest with you. A great, great store, family-owned and operated. Get out there and see them. And don't forget on those consignments now, if you want to talk to Jared about that, getting on the websites as far as Gun Broker and their website, too, they'll explain all to you how that works. So, Jared, hey, man, thank you guys for your partnership. And we look, forward to, we look forward to seeing you guys again soon. Again, we want to thank all of our guests today. Most of all, thank you for joining us for Sportsman of Colorado. Hope you have a great rest of your day. And leave it right here on KLZ 560. expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.